Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, crafting, creativity, with a dash of garden, chatting about current interests, and life in my northern town. You can find show notes at mycreativecorner3.com. You can also find all of my social media, how to purchase a virtual cup of coffee, and all events on the website. Please feel free to stop by and leave a comment. I really appreciate everyone who listens. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, everyone. September 30th, and we are knocking on the door of October 1st. This past month just flew on by because, you know, I had been sick for several weeks and getting back into the swing of things took me a couple of weeks. So, yeah, here we are. I mean, Friday morning, I'm like, wow, that moon is bright. And I went, wow, it's been a month. (laughs) Yeah, but I've been back to work and things are getting back into their weekly cycle and rhythm, the daily routines, the fly lady stuff, the time management. And the other part of it is I'm trying to really not overdo on my time away from work because it takes a lot out of you when you're recuperating from COVID. But the other part is I just need to settle down a little bit, right? I'm trying to push myself so hard. That being said, I've still started a couple of things. I've put a couple things in time out and kicking around a few ideas with my sister. So we'll talk about all of that in today's podcast. So the first thing I want to talk about is the weather has been gorgeous. We really have had a gorgeous September. A few days of rain here and there, a couple days of clouds, but overall, It's been 50s and 60s during the day, dipping down into the 50s, occasional 40s and 30s at night. We haven't had a frost yet, but some communities around us have here on the 45th parallel. So it's that time of year where air conditioner has to be on for the hottest part of the day in the afternoon and then flip it to the furnace because at night it dips down below 65 and I wake up when it's that cold. So the fans are off for the at night sleeping because it got chilly several days this week and I even put my 100 block Tula Pink City Sampler back on the, the that quilt on the bed. It's one of my favorite. It's really warm. I do have a couple of other queen sized, but they need to be washed before I may rotate that one out. But this is really a warm quilt because it has a wool blend batting in it. Probably a little too much for this time of year, but I got cold last night and I put it on the bed. <laughs> So the weather's been gorgeous. The garden is totally done. And what we do this time of year is we're probably going to start feeding the birds for the winter. We typically don't do that in the summer because of bird flu, but also because we have a plethora of food 
in the yard. We don't have a thick lawn. We have a lot of native plants that have sprouted up as well as a lot of butterfly and bird friendly plants in our garden. It's not much of a garden, but it's it's really my garden. I I, I like it. It's probably that's the length, the width of the property, which is, you know, I'm thinking it's probably 70 feet wide by hmm, eight feet deep. And it's a, it's a cottage garden with all the plants that grow in zone 4B. If it doesn't grow, it doesn't come back. I don't plant it again. Like the coral bells, oh, they sprouted up after I planted a lot, planted them a couple summers ago and spent a lot of money on them. But I think the rabbits ate them or just the spring was too cold for it. So I have a lot of other plants and I'm looking at adding a little more wildflowers to the backside for butterflies. And I tried putting some milkweed pods in the ground for the winter because my sister pointed out, you know, a lot of seeds need to be in the ground and frozen and then germinate in the spring, but they didn't grow. So I'm going to try again. Um, and we'll see how it goes. If I find a couple pods this fall, I'm going to pop them in the ground. And then the thing I want to try next year is growing sunflowers again. I didn't do it this year because it was so very hot and I mean, it was like 90s in the beginning of June. We didn't plant the clover we wanted to in the yard. And a lot of research I've done says for our zone not to do it in the fall isn't the best. We're going to try all those things in the spring. So I have a lot to think about over the winter. But Fairy Garden is going to get picked up and buttoned up. But the leaves have not started to fall a lot yet. But the colors are coming on. The bright oranges and reds are starting to pop. And then the golds and browns will be in place probably within two to three weeks and the leaves will be done. So we've been out and about on a couple nature rides and seeing where the fall color is. I haven't been out on a big color tour and I may not really this year. But one thing I want to do is if I miss all the fall color, is I still want to go to an apple orchard. I think I'm well enough to go to the one that we like to go where the apple cannons are. It's closer to my son's house and it might be a place where we can do a meetup with him and see how it goes with the walking. Um, to get to the apple cannons though, it's an uphill walk. So I have to been practicing walking, trying to be ready. So I'm hoping to do that, pick a few apples. Well, we, they have you pick apples and they take you on a wagon ride. I mean, you got to do the whole thing. I mean, it's cider and donuts and the whole nine yards. They even have a petting zoo there. So it's always a fun thing. But we got to get it done before the 30th of October. They, they close up right around Halloween. So what have I been doing? Well, I've been doing a lot of pondering about a couple of the projects that I have been working on in September. The seasonal stitchy stars went really well until last week and it was a very odd way of constructing stars and it was an epic disaster so that block is going to go in the trash i did post a picture of it it's okay if it's you're doing 2020 but i don't know i've gotten very very 
upset when the points aren't preserved and I'm following the directions. I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong. It's me. I know Lori Holt writes fantastic patterns, but there's just a couple of different styles. You know how um, techniques and pe that people use to put stars together. And um, I'm just not jiving with some of her techniques. So I have made a few little decisions. The other thing I was really disappointed is how my mind's eye pictured the pumpkins to look out of her book, Scrappiness is Happiness. And I did four pumpkins with a background that was too bright with some wild colors. And again, I don't like how that looks. And I put it in timeout. My original plan was not to do one color of background, but do them in little groupings of four and have different backgrounds on each pumpkin set. But yeah, it's not appealing. So it's going in timeout. Maybe it'll sit there till November. Maybe it'll sit there till next year. Maybe it will go in the trash. That's the ABC, right? You have three choices. <laughs> Shall we take a vote? Um, I'm thinking it's going in the trash. I'm going to think about it a little bit more before I do that. I don't typically throw a lot of blocks away, but this is not a big investment in fabric. And um, my COVID-addled brain um, perceived things differently a little bit <laughs> than, than um, my clearer thinking brain. And that's the second part of the word to the wise. Um, don't start new projects or try to do difficult things when you're not feeling well. Because some of my work, I look at it now and go, what was I thinking? Well, I know what I was thinking. I got put on steroids to help with my lungs because they were so congested. And I think my brain was just under the influence of uh, medication and I should just, yeah, those blocks are probably going to go in the trash. Um, the seasonal stitchy stars, though, again, I will say it is not for the faint of heart. It is traditional pieced. It's hard. Um, my points are not preserved even on the best of blocks. Um, there's usually one or two that are lost. It's typical, though, for me. So... <clears throat> I had to find a quick and easy win project. It's still not perfect. And for some reason, I got perfect stuck on the brain. And I need to let that go. But I've been watching Pat Sloan. Now, she does a Monday through Friday YouTube video. So at lunchtime, I've been putting it on for like background noise and kind of paying attention. But she found a cute free pumpkin it, it's a pillow pattern or you could make it into a small wall hanging it's about 20 inches turns out it's a fat quarter shop freebie in the middle of the patchwork pumpkin is a maple leaf and they chose it to be beige with the beige background and the pumpkin is scrappy oranges and yellows with a little stem. It has four half square triangles for the corners of the pumpkin and four half square triangles and the stem part. The rest of it is squares with a stitch and flip leaf on the top. Easy wins. All I have to do now is put the two borders on it. And I'm telling you, it brought my confidence back. I just was like for a week totally devastated at how many hours I had spent making the ugly projects and like questioning my whole quilting existence. <laughs> 
and going, you know what, just put them in timeout, step away from the sewing machine, step away from the patterns, stop quilting for a while. And then I turned around to do that. I got a quick win with the pumpkin. It's a pillow pattern. I will put a link in the show notes for you so you can do it. You got plenty of time. It's adorable and it's really fun to use your scraps up. I loaded a quilt on the long arm and I've done almost half of it. It's my quilt and um, I haven't, I have one, one friend of mine dropped a quilt off and I'll work on hers next. But I, you know, I'm still some days standing is very difficult. My legs really have a lot of swelling and circulation problems since COVID. And I'm going to get all that checked out at the doctor when I do a follow up. But it's nothing serious, but it's like the things that have always happened with the couple of times that I've had it. And it just takes months to get over it. So that was another quick win. I picked an easy pattern to stitch on it that I would do free motion quilting, but I knew the motifs well. And so another easy win for the quilting. So you have to sometimes put the complicated things away or the things that you're disappointed in how it's going. Give them a timeout. Do some easy wins, almost maybe instant gratification projects and sewing. And like I said, uh, pick something small and simple. I went back to the basics and same with the long arming. It's not a humongous quilt. It's that red and white um, Nordic star, my interpretation of it. And it's really pretty, kind of gives uh, Christmas vibes. So it's got a uh, holly leaf loops and asterisk stars on asterisk stars on it. And I think it's just enough quilting to hold it together and not enough to make it uh, too difficult to do or too dense for the large oversized blocks. Then another quick win for me because you know whenever something negative happens in my brain I need to counteract it with several wins and I've had uh, the last several weeks of a lot of things that I would say are not great wins you know with um, all the things with my health and then the problems with <laughs> these quilting projects I found my elementary scarf that I have been knitting on for a couple three winters now and I'm still plugging away at it. It's not going to be as long as probably Kristen's of Simple Handmade Every Day or Off-Kilter Quilt's Francis Dowell's, but I'm getting there. And, you know, I'm slow at knitting and I didn't use circular needles, so my wrists get tired. But I've done several rows a day. It is just a stockinette stitch with a fabulous variegated yarn in pinks, maroons, and deep cherry kind of burgundy colors. And it's really pretty. And it's going to make a lovely shawlette. It's kind of a little shawl, but it's bigger than a scarf. So I'm going to wear it. I have a great green pin or closure that you can stick through. It's like a triangle shape with a stick. And I have a couple of other clasps that you can use like that for shawls so I'll wear it this winter it's very light 
and it is a cotton blend. Um, I really like it. It was a very expensive yarn. So that was another great win. I got my knitting out and I'm working on that UFO gone to a whip. It's in action. So um, those were some great wins. And then I decided I was going to put the kind of intense, larger Halloween cross-stitch up for a bit and go for some easier wins. I've been watching Kimberly Jolly's um, live stream for Floss Tube for her Fat Quarter Shop Floss Tube channel, and they have been promoting the autumn ornaments a lot. And I was like, oh, really would like to do these. They finish them, you know, they're little three inch circular fall motifs. There's a pie and a pumpkin and all fall things, leaves and like honey jars. You can, you can call it writ however you want. But I got invited by Fat Quarter Shop. I'm so thrilled to be stitching along starting October 1st is when Stitchtober starts. And they're doing several stitch alongs, including this particular um, ornament set. So they sent me six tart tins, two different fabrics, the pattern, and the color works floss of which I have never used before and I have never used the Lugana even weave which is going to be for the six ornaments that go on the tart tins and then the other six ornaments are going to go on a 14 count Ada. So I have the first one I chose to do was the pumpkin. I need to watch the tutorial how to get the hank off the cards and not tangle it. It's there's there's a trick to it and I remember seeing that in a live before. So I tangled the first um skein up a little bit, but I salvaged it and got it on a little floss drop. And Lugana, well, 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 it's a little smaller. It's 25 count Lugana even weave in a cloud color is what I chose. Um it's a little bit smaller. And I find it a little bit harder to work with. So I'm glad I didn't pick a really big project like some of these really intense, large Halloween um, things like um, Halloween. Uh, I think it's Hawk's Hollow. That I love that one. And my daughter bought one when we went to the little local needle workshop. But Lugano is not for me for a large project. For the tartans, it's great, but you got to have a light and I may bust out my um, magnifier on my lamp and put it to where I'm using it because um, the daylight hours are getting really short here and um, do not pick a dark background if you have over 40 eyes. You might have a little bit of trouble and the floss is a dream to work with. It's intense and the beautiful colors that it has and it's really strong and I use a easy thread needle. I know it is not um, typical or what other cross stitchers use but I can't floss 
uh, take floss and thread a needle easily. So I use open-ended needles that are easy thread by Tulip. They're super sharp. They come in multiple sizes. So I'm using a little bit bigger needle for the cross stitch. And I also use the same needle for hand piecing hexes of which I have put up two. I know I've started a lot and put a lot of things in time out this summer, fall, but that's, that's how creative energy goes. I'm following the creative energy and it's fall in the air, loving the fall project. So the fall ornaments, I would totally recommend that if you want a cute project and they showed them fully finished with these little tart tins. I got the white ones. They look like little mini cupcake, shallow cupcake cups that are ridged, ridged around the edge like a cupcake paper. But it's metal. And I also bought the circle sticky boards to go with it. And going to try finishing it fully because I have a whole basket full of cross stitch that is not fully finished you know trying to do some of these um, finishes I'm finding a little bit hard but I saw a great way to do the circle one and I know Kimberly Jolly has several on her lives and channels and YouTube channel about finishing so I'm going to check it out you can always take things to a framer and have it done um which I may do on a few treasured pieces um, when Hobby Lobby gets rebuilt. Sidebar note, Hobby Lobby finally is getting rebuilt in my town. I don't have Michaels. I have no other options for craft stores except going to Walmart. And their craft section has been downsized a lot since the summer remodel. So I am anxiously waiting for a craft store in my town and... Hobby Lobby is my option. So uh, Michael's, you know, is great. But when I'm trying to pick certain things out for crafting, it's hard when you can't touch it and see it and just buying it online. So I'm waiting for it to get built to check out their frames and framing section. Because I, if I remember right, they had one last time. So I'm going to make it a goal this winter. I'm speaking out loud for accountability to work on machine binding some quilts and fully finishing some cross stitch projects. I've got more finishing to do on the winter, which is typically what I do and probably less starts. But well, I say that now, right? <laughs> So that's what I've been doing with cross stitch. The haunt, happy, um, let's say it's uh, happy haunting um, is the saying on the big cross stitch that I've kind of put in time out. Yeah, I'm about 25, 30% done. It's not going to get done by this Halloween. And I am perfectly okay with that. And I have um, just a couple of other whips in the cross stitch stuff that are seasonal and I'll pull them out as the season comes. And then that's about it for needlework things. What I am trying to do is a fun little thing on Sundays and I started to make it Monday. And this last weekend I did a, uh, a 
orange acrylic paints what I had and I found some great little painting reels on Instagram by in amp <clears throat> oh my gosh I'm having trouble today Andrea Nelson art she did little blobby circles and then showed how to put ink on top to draw little pumpkins. So I used the teals and oranges and yellows that I had and mixed a few colors. And I did a whole page of those fun little pumpkins. Now I keep working on these pages as practicing um, in ink. I have lots of pens and I'm going to start getting up enough confidence to work on my art journal. But right now I'm just kind of making pages and fodder, things that can be used as collages and torn up and ripped up and cut up into smaller pieces to be put into those pages. That's the thought anyway. So far I haven't got enough nerve to do it yet <laughs> to make pages, um, but that takes time and I might take some online classes um, over the course of time to try to get more confidence that I, I really have a, I have a knowledge from the things I've watched and I've also have some of the supplies. I just think sometimes when you take these classes, whether in person or online, you can work along with an instructor and that will probably give me more confidence to make my mixed media art journal that I'm dreaming and have been dreaming about doing for the last several years and kind of working my way up to it. So this Sunday's make it plan, I don't know yet. It's not Sunday yet. I'll think about that tomorrow. And then I'm working on the blog schedule of make it Monday. If I have something to talk about midweek for wildcard Wednesday, it could be anything. And then Saturday morning coffee, which is a, just kind of a pondering and musing um, blog post about my life and things that I'm thinking about and possibly things that I'm doing. So our creative souls, um, my sister and I have been talking about trying to do some collaborative things again. It's been a while, but she has a different job and has weekends off and she is thinking about working um, this winter on objects to do for craft shows and asked me if I wanted to make a few things to put in a booth because she she would work the booth and she's going to talk to my parents about helping her with that not every week but you know periodically and then um, I could contribute to some of the inventory and I said, sure, you know what she is doing, um, knitted hats, probably stuffed animals and other knitted accessories. And I'm thinking about sticking to buntings. I've been researching how to do it. I've made several before. They're super fun and a great way to bust a stash here and also maybe have something fun that other people would like to have for decorating their house, you know, fabric buntings. You could do paper ones, but I want to do sewn fabric ones. Plus I have a Cricut and a press where I could even put some um, heat transfer vinyl on some for like themed uh, buntings, like maybe football 
um, logos that are I can buy for downloading that for sale commercial you know licensing or just generic ones for like seasonal things like silhouettes of pumpkins and squirrels and things for fall or Christmas stars you know you know where I'm going thinking about that so I'm going to probably start doing that kind of sewing um, as my quick fix um, instantaneous gratification and instead of like making my own bias tape I think I would buy it just to keep it going along is what I'm looking at so that's my thought I like I've had this thought for a couple of years then I got sick and then my brain turned to mush and then now I feel better and she has a different job so I think we're reviving the our creative souls and if if we do have items to sell um, I'll be posting some of that on our our creative souls Instagram account which right now is in a what I call dormant phase I haven't been doing a lot of posting on it but it's just something to th think about something for us to do in the winter and something that she's always wanted to do in the summer I just told her we live three hours apart and I just don't have a lot of time to be able to take off of work and travel and work these booths during the May to October season but she has help with friends and family it's the inventory part you know the working the booth part she's got covered so anyway I'm pretty excited about it kind of rambling on about it a little bit but you know it's just fun to try new things and it's also fun to try to figure out ways to you to continue doing a craft but maybe generate a little bit of income from it to be able to do your craft because as we know the prices of everything have gone up so much including crafting and I know that I'm sitting on a gold mine of the supplies that I have inherited the supplies that I've hoarded the things that I have shared generously with friends and family over time but you know I also know that if you don't use up your supplies they rot and they will be spoiled and not usable so you know I've already found that with paint when I got the oranges out that one of them I bought a couple years ago during lockdown and I never used it and it went solid on me so you know you got to use the things while they are fresh and you have them because like everything in this life it deteriorates over time so especially textiles and um so anyway, I'm going to make some fun little buntings and keep my eye open for like maybe novelty prints or fun things that are on sale at some of the fabric stores, you know, to make more buntings. And I also like making bags. So, I mean, I could do some tote bags and things like that. Trying to stay away from like quilting things because quilting takes a lot of time and, you know, batting, which is very expensive. Okay, so that's the check the check in on our creative souls. And then I thought I would talk about what are my plans for October? Well, I saw a fabulous Facebook Live idea. Now I haven't finished the whole Facebook Live from yesterday, which would be September 29th with Fat Quarter Shop, but they have a new sew along starting. 
And I'm doing so much better with sew-alongs where the patterns are already made, the schedule is worked up. She even had some great ideas for colorways and I'm gonna use my scraps, of course. But what they're promoting is the foundation paper piecing pads. And they came out with a new size, four inches. So it's petite, petite, or petit four, P-E-T-I-T-E. I'd say petite, but it may be supposed to be more French, which I'm terrible at trying to pronounce <laughs> French accents. But petit four is what, how I think she said it. So it's the petite four inch paper piecing pads that um, it's so Emma, which is one of Kimberly's companies, and they're promoting that. And I'm like, hmm, I have several pads that I have left from the friendship quilt that I did several, two or three years ago now, several years, you know, maybe three. And I went and I said, there's a lot on the six inch pads that I used. And we're not using any, she only has the four inches. So you can buy a kit if you want with the four inch um, pads and then there is a free pattern and layout but I love this quilt but with the four inch paper piecing pads it is only like a 32 inch wide by 32 inch wide wall hanging size it's very small I want it to be bigger and the smaller pad size I have is six inch like I said four inches a new size but the four inch would be so small and I'm telling you what it would be great for certain types of quilts or doll quilts or maybe you want to make your own version of a traditional quilt with that because there are traditional um, blocks it's a courthouse step log cabin pineapple there's a sparkle star which they're using for the back end. Um, I think I'm getting a Sparkle Star coming. Um, I bought some from a friend of mine who had some um, that she wasn't going to use, so they'll be coming in plenty of time because that's um, the back is last, of course. And this is a month-to-month -month plan. Now let me look at how many different blocks you need. You need the eight courthouse steps block. So you would need eight of those foundation papers from the pad. And I think each pad usually has about 42. And then you need nine economy blocks, 12 log cabins, eight pineapples, 12 snail trails. And those are all the front. And then they did a pieced back with the sparkle stars which I could take or leave. I, you know, I'm not sure I'll do that, but we'll see. Piece backs are not my favorite. I'm going to be honest. They're not my favorite. But the colorway I like the best that um, Kimberly Jolly showed was the a collection of blues. And oh my goodness, that blue and white combo. Mm -hmm. And she's using a Blueberry Delight layer cake by Bunny Hill Designs. And I'm going to go through my blue scraps and try to pick, you know, a 
nice array of blues. So the only way you're going to see this is either going to look at the pattern that's free. It's a free pattern on Fat Quarter Shop, but you got to have the paper pads to do it. And I already have the six inch ones and I've purchased some off a friend of mine who decided she is not going to do foundation paper piecing. And I think this will feed my love for the perfect points and the inability that I have right now to make a star block with good points or to cut a good <laughs> strip. I'm just, yeah, yeah. When you're not feeling well, sometimes these things don't work. And the best project to do is foundation paper piecing because it's, it's really, to me, a very easy way to make perfect blocks, which I love the sharp, crisp points and the accuracy that you get with foundation paper piecing. So I'm going to start that in the first month, you know, is how, how I write it off. It starts with the courthouse stairs with like eight blocks that month and some are nine. One month is 12 blocks, but you know, do it over several months. And then by next spring, the top should be finished. And then if you want to do the piece back, it might take a little longer. Like I said, I'm keeping my options open for that. Now, the next thing I saw today was Corey Yoder of Coriander Quilts is having her monthly sale. For $5, you can get one of her first Barn Star quilt patterns. And I purchased a PDF and I saw it on, I follow her on, on YouTube, and it popped up. Today's announcement for the sale in October. Well, I got a um, PDF. And this is such a great barn star because it has a swoon-ish vibe. And I love the swoon quilt blocks. It is a pattern by Thimbleberries. It's a really popular pattern, but it's really hard. And I thought maybe, you know, maybe I would buy it when I saw it in a trunk show. And then after my disgust with myself over my epic failure of this one block in the seasonal stitchy stars, I thought, no, why would you do that to yourself? Because in Swoon, as in this Barn Star, there are some elongated diamonds that are done. But this particular quilt is 40 inches, about the size of a barn quilt. And this star is really a pretty, pretty quilt, kind of a weather vane block if you are into traditional quilting and no names. And the pieces are big. So the opposite of these six inch blocks that I'm going to do for the foundation paper piecing, this will work into my thought of doing 12 door quilts or door banner quilts. I know Bri Riley Blake inspired me with the thought of doing their monthly kits that Fat Quarter Shop is selling. But it's $50 a month and most of them were applique, which I have come to realize I don't like it at all. I don't like doing applique. So this is perfect. This would be great for the size of the door I have at work. 
40 by 40. You could do it as a wall hanging. If She had a great idea. If you did four of them, which would be beautiful, it would make an 80 by 80 quilt. And then you stick a border on it. That would be queen sized. And it, the pieces are big enough. It wouldn't take you 100 years. I am trying to make my life simpler and my quilting simpler, even though foundation paper piecing doesn't sound simple. It's simpler to me. It's less thinking. And the pattern for $5, it would take me more time to draft out and try to figure out a 40 inch quilt or a door banner quilt than it would for five bucks just to buy a pattern. So it's a fabulous deal. You can be buy a PDF instant download or you can purchase her uh, pattern that she has in her Etsy shop. I will put that in the show notes also. So free quilt along is Pat Sloan started one this last week for a autumn themed quilt. And that's a great one. It's simpler and if she is a fabulous pattern writer, and I, like I said, I've been watching her daily YouTubes, that um, that's a great place for beginner or intermediate quilters to go. And she does one block a month for her quilt along. So that has really been what I have been up to as far as making, creating, healing from having a round of COVID and just letting you know how I deal with those times when the doubts and the imposter syndrome and this whole devastation being blown out of proportion. It happens to a lot of people and it happens to me, especially when I'm not well, but especially in the messy middle. And sometimes you have to change ideas like my so scrappy spools I have the October blocks to finish and then that quilt is practically done um, what I should have done is continued with doing straight line sewing when I needed something to do when I was healing but not work on complicated patterns and so I did focus on the blocks that I had for that particular quilt and I put on all the spool tops and backgrounds. So now I just have to worry about the October ones and the sashings. But you know, I should have just stuck with the little squares like the little pumpkin that's so cute, the Fat Quarter Shop pillow pattern. And I may turn that into a seasonal pillow and just get like a 22 inch pillow because they say to buy a bigger pillow if you want it super squishy and you know have don't put it on there as a permanent cover but maybe you know have it so I could change that out with the seasons that's a thought but anyway getting back to basics is always helpful when you're having those doubts and also sometimes putting things in timeout for a couple of weeks is not a bad thing it's okay to let certain projects go like I may do with my Lori Holt super cute pumpkin quilt pattern, but the fabric choices I made are not great. And then the third thing is, is okay to change your mind. Like 
I may make that pumpkin quilt again, but stick with a cream colored background or a neutral that's not a bright color. The color I picked is way too bright and brighter orange, blue, and white pumpkins. So it's been a wonderful September on the whole, and I'm looking forward to a wonderful October, and I have some things planned as I shared here. And you know, there's always those opportunities for other inspiration to hit. And that's the fun thing about the way I like to create. You know, you just got to go where the creative energy takes you. And if you're not vibing with something you're working on, yeah, it's okay to put it away and start something new. I just try not to have too many things in progress. And I try not to have too many things languishing like the cross stitch final finishes. So, oh, and oh yeah, those binders, <laughs> the bindings I've been talking about forever. I really hate binding. I'm going to come out and say it. I don't like it. I do like the hand binding better as a method. I've never mastered the machine binding, but just for speed and the fact that I have, um, want to spend my hand stitching time doing hexagons and cross stitch. And the hexagons have gone on the back burner already. It was a short burst of love and they're they're kind of put away too. So anyway, what are you working on this fall? Are you working on holiday projects? Are you thinking about Christmas already? I think I'm going to pass on making Christmas presents for people. I've done that a lot in the past, and I think I'm going to stick with my plan of the budget and purchasing items this year. And I am looking forward to another event in October. I'm going to go listen to a band from my youth at a small venue close by. I'm going to listen to Foreigner. And yeah, getting out, trying to get out in the world, trying not to have all of my life be either work or virtual interactions with my family and friends and trying to get out and see people before the four-letter word snow starts to fly. So you have a most wonderful week and enjoy your beautiful days as they come and let me know what you're up to. And feel free to leave a comment on the blog, which is mycreativecorner3.com. Um, you can also support me by sharing and letting other people know about the podcast and the blog. I'm still doing a little bit on YouTube, but I'm not vibing with the doing videos right now. And, you know, we'll see where that goes in the future. But I really do love blogging, writing, and doing the podcast. So you can also do the virtual cup of coffee and it's through Kofi.com. You can find all those links on the website. Take care and have a wonderful week.